Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clixland, and welcome to another episode here on Clixing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. We got Miles, we got Ryan, and Dan will be coming back. Uh, he was just in the podcast, or just in the Discord, but he had to go real quick, but he will be joining us in the show very soon. This is episode 209, and honestly, we are just going to wing this episode. There's not a lot to talk about in Hero Clixland. It's been four months since we've had a new set. We've had some tournaments, and we do have one coming up. But it's really that like that lull in Hero Clicks right now, where there's not much to talk about. There are little things being released, like the Sherlock Holmes Kong. I know they just posted on WizKids that they are coming up with a up, up and away Superman iconic set. I already pre-ordered two of mine, which I'm excited for. Um, and then we do have an official date for Phase Two, which is going to be March twentieth which is a little unfortunate because that means it will probably not be legal for Adapticon, but you should have some for the Battle Royals. Now, I won't be going to that, but I know uh, Ryan and Dan and our other Ryan Cheesehead is going as well. Uh, Ryan, have you heard, is Dalton going? I don't think Dalton's going because it's on a Saturday. Okay. Uh, so we will have a couple people there. Miles, I'm pretty sure you're not going because you're all the way out there on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm not making it out there. Uh, but I think they, from what I've heard about Adapticon, is they keep upping the player cap for it. And I think we're at like 40 right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. Uh, it's actually up to 48 now. They 48. upped it again. Good. So, yeah. And I think all of them are out right now. Uh, but who knows? There's still a month because I believe it's march 23rd correct that should be the saturday i think right yeah um so we have about a month until adapticon <clears throat> so they might up it again i don't know now are you guys plan is are you guys planning on just going down every day or are you staying down there ryan uh it's really close to us it's um i think maybe an hour at most i drive pretty fast so it's probably closer to 45 minutes okay so we're just gonna drive each time so and we're only going saturday and sunday and if I remember, just for signing up, you get the green construct broadsword? Or uh, what is it? For the 300 modern, I think that's the participation prize. And then, and then I think you have to make it, unless they change the payout because of how many people are in it now, I think you had to make top eight to get any of the new exclusives. And it's like there's a King Odin and I or get what else there's an ice man and there's something else uh king thor ice man and um uh the excalibur guy king arthur right king arthur yeah that's it um so hopefully those are good we know nothing about those yet so hopefully we'll get a preview of those uh soon now sticking with adapticon ryan you had played your team down in florida are you thinking of playing that same team or are you going to tweak it a little bit 
Uh, I did a couple of tweaks because I actually made it uh, the night before I ended up playing in the event. So I made a couple of tweaks that I think I'll play a little bit better. But for the most part, it's the same thing I played. Sticking um, with the mystical theme. Will you be testing that out at our win a map this weekend? Yeah. So the only thing that might change is probably um, some tarot cards and the maps. But other than that, it should be what I've tweaked it to and probably plan on playing at Adepticon. Okay. Um uh, yeah, we do have a winner map this weekend that I will actually be partaking in. Normally I don't like modern, but I thought I'd give it a try. Um, I'll go over my team real quick that I am trying to try. Now, everyone here knows I love my Enos. My Enos is untouchable. So I am going you to be playing, Enos? or I call him Enos. It's, yeah. fu- it's funnier. Um, so I call him Enos. Enos. Um, I'm actually going to be trying Enos the untouchable with, um, because I did try him once a long time ago, and he did work well. It is a 50-50 shot that they can't get into his space. But this is my team right now. It's Enos with the Warlock Sword, which gives him um, Impervious, Senses, and Shape Change. It's Peg Cap with the Skybreaker, Genesis with the Sword Bearer, Apocalypse with the Sword Bearer. Obviously, those are the slop ones. Manifold, uh, Scott Porter with the Sinestro Ring, the other Scott Porter, and then Daredevil with the Red Lantern Ring. So it's uh, technically an X-Men team, even though there's a lot of keywords uh, cheating there. Um, I also like putting the Warlock Sword on Enos because with APOC, he potentially has a quad rollout. So it's the Impervious, it's the Senses, it's the Shape Change, and it's Apocalypse, Apocalypse's uh, rollout with the Blades roll if it's a close combat attack. Um, I, I'm just doing this. I'm not going there to win. I'm going there to just try out this team. It is a little bit annoying because it's a lot of rollouts for the team. I, I, I had on two peg caps before, but I didn't like it so much because I didn't really have a way to up Enos's range because he only has a four. So I was trying to think of uh, X-Men that has shield or something, and what better X-Men than Manifold because he's got shield, he's a carrier, he's got stealth. He's got blades himself, so he get, uh, he uh, benefits from apocalypse, and um, he's just I think an overall great for thirty points. Plus, he gives everybody combat reflexes. So with Captain America giving everybody ESD, and then Manifold giving adjacent people combat reflexes, um, it'll be a semi high defense team. Um, I thought about taking Warlock Sword off of Enos to make Daredevil thirty points. Uh, because I think he's very annoying. We all know how Daredevil worked with the Red Lantern Ring when you put him on that plasticity and poison click, so he's really good there. Um, also, I like the fact that Black Shirt Porter has the community token, so if Enos doesn't work, I can always have them re-roll it, and then they're kind of stuck there. So it's just an overall decent team. Um, with APOC and Genesis with the with the uh, White Shirt Scott Porter, they're going to be 11 attacks with the Flurry, and then they've got the Genesis will be probably a four damage with the blades because of Genesis power. So I think it's going to do okay. Uh, My sideline, I have absorbing man because I don't have a prime war machine and scrappy do for the Scott Porter. And I have Kathan on there just because Um, really my only options I think are apocalypse and daredevil, but I was talking to Ryan. He says if I put an apocalypse, he kind of burns through pretty easily. I do have one click to give because it's one, it's two clicks to get to the stop click. I don't mind it. It's more for the 12 attack. Um, 
for anything. And then I always have a black shirt porter to heal up if need be. But it's just I had the sideline. Um, I don't really have anything else to do on the sideline except for Cathan, so I thought I'd throw him on there as well. And then um, keep, keep in mind, though, if you do uh, assign or if you do have him on your sideline, you do have to equip him to somebody at the beginning of every game. You yeah. can't one game decide not to. Yep, I think Genesis. I'm sorry, Apocalypse. I could have put him on Scott Porter if I really wanted to, but probably not. Um, so it's either Apocalypse, White Shirt Porter, or Daredevil. So I'll probably just throw him on there just in case, just because I have him. Um, tarot deck. I don't have much. I have the Magician. Knight of Wands, Ace of Pentacles, Seven of Cups, and King of Swords, just because I haven't played tarot cards in a while. And maps, I have Morlock Tunnels, and I don't know. I'm terrible at picking maps, um, so I just have Morlock Tunnels because that's one of the only modern maps I have on right now. Um, so we'll see how it works. I don't plan on doing too well, but I want to see how many times Enos can uh, be untouchable that game. Um, Ryan, did you want to go over your team at all, or are you keeping that close to the chest? Uh, no, I can. <clears throat> it's pretty close to what I played. I uh, I just wanted to get Jennifer Kale back on it, so I did have to kick Mephisto off, which was very hard to do. Uh, but I ended up going with uh, Arachnite at 100 points with that red symbiote. Uh, he's got Kathan on him that's on the sideline. The Prime Brother Voodoo, he did really well. Uh, Madam Web with the web shooters. Jennifer Kale with Bucky's arm so that now she has um, super senses, so she can benefit from Madam Web now. And then the Black Shirt Porter, the Green Lantern Legacy with the Green Lantern Ring, and then Daredevil at 20 points with the Red Lantern Ring. Uh, he performed pretty well, too, so I wanted to keep him. Um, so I think the real, only real changes I made were taking off Mephisto for Jennifer Kale. No. that's about it. No King of Hell Ghost Rider with the Bucky's arm and the pilot and the Cathan and the 28 defense or whatever he has, and you can't do anything about it? Uh, no, I mean, the combo's really good. I just really liked playing Arachnite, and so I kind of feel like you have to choose between a full-point Arachnite or the King of Hell Ghost Rider, and to me, Arachnite's a lot more fun. Yeah. So. Um, and then are you playing your mystery card as well on the sideline? Oh, yeah. So the, I got three mystery cards, actually, which is going to be a pain to keep track of, but it's uh, Search for Amit's Tomb and uh, then Mystery of the Strange Cube, and I just threw Murder in the City Enduring on there because I have a Green Lantern on it, but it probably won't go off. I don't think it went off once. Now, can you remind me where do you get the Search for Amit's Tomb mystery card? Was that in the booster? Was that a prize? What was that? It was a uh, OP kit that OP. Uh, was out in, I think, November of last year, right when they were starting back up. So they were distributed really poorly. So it's pretty hard to get. A lot of times you see them for like 40 or 50 bucks, even just the card alone. Yeah, I bought mine for 30 and that was the cheapest that I've seen. In- yeah, it showed up on eBay. I messaged you right away like 50 times. Yeah. And it was just <laughs> the card. That was not even including the figures that came with it. What it figures just- come with that? Uh, that's that Phoenix uh, Moon Knight, a Black Knight. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And then are you doing no. uh, tarot cards at all? Yeah, I want to look at them again, but it's uh, probably the Emperor, which is that one where somebody gets a Colossal Safeguard Outwit. It's always helpful for Arachnite. Um, the Super Sense card plus one, since all my characters have Super Senses. Uh, Arachnite usually has Flurry, so I have Ace of Pentacles, which is that one, if you miss one or both, you can make another attack. Nine of Swords, which is pretty clutch. That's the one with, if you have Precision Strike, uh, can't be evaded. 
and can't be reduced below two. And then I switched, uh, what did I take off? The wands card. I think I had, there's a wands that, uh, that lets you reroll one dice instead of two when you prob, right? I don't know right? tarot cards that well, so I can either confirm or deny that. Miles? Yeah, there's a, the problem. It's the damage you, one, right? Yeah. You can only roll, you, you may only roll one die if you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I took that one off and I put the perplex on there just to get a plus two on it because I do have a couple perplexes. So I uh, figure that would be better. So the, uh, try that. Who is the who is the guy on the perplex? The green blob. Um, what's his dupe, name? Dupe. Dupe. That's what his name is. Yeah. Dupe. And then I did not check the registry for the win a map. Is your wife and son also playing in it? Uh, they are, yes. So Christine's playing for sure. Uh, we actually practiced this weekend between both of them and their teams, so that should be pretty fun. It's his first uh, semi-more competitive event, but he's been playing at least every Monday at the local events and doing pretty well. So, um, Do you know what they're playing or still up in the air? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's their, I know what they're playing. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's Nope, you're good. Not going to share those ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Um, hopefully, Christine's dice are a little bit better on Saturday She's than they a were <laughs> in Florida because they were rough in Florida. Um, but that's the thing about Hero Clicks is you do go in these spurts of just winning, 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 and then losing, losing, losing. Uh, it seems like no matter how much prob you have on your team, sometimes you just miss no matter what. Um, it comes in waves. It does come in waves. Miles, you let's talk a little bit about um, it's called the ROC event now, not Huntington's, which is coming up in May. Yeah, Rock Cup. Rock Cup. Yeah. Um, I I am still trying to see if I can go. Miles, I know you have your ticket and Airbnb booked and everything yeah. like that. The yeah. thing that deters me a little bit from it, I feel like I'm a big hater, but I don't like modern yes. and I don't and I don't like Silver Age, and that's all they're doing there. <laughs> so, except for the. Um, uh. No, they have quite a lot of sealed going. Yeah, uh, especially the Wednesday they have the three v three Tracy Brock Memorial. Yep, three v three. They have the Scott versus the World sealed. Yep. Yeah, Rock Cup is is sure they have silver and going on, but there's a ton of battle royals and sealed events. And that's what I would do. I just have to figure out when and if I can go. Like I would love to go down for Wednesday for the Tracy Memorial. I'd love to do Scott Porter versus the World. Were they doing a team sealed down there or no? I think the Scott Porter's the team sealed. Is that team sealed? Yeah, they, okay. They released a like a thing. Me and Miles are going over it again and it it's still kind of confusing and really doesn't make mm-hmm. sense, especially the breakdown for how you get into the championship, the singles thing. So I don't I don't know if they're gonna re uh repost it with a little bit more clear instructions, but I think they still have to uh, announce some sets that they're doing things with and even like the final format, right? For the team sealed, is it, or is it something else? Well, Friday they have team three V three Scott poor invitational. Is so that sealed or is that what the format still needs to be announced? Uh, it says invitational hero clicks running event Swiss rounds format to be announced. And it's you okay. earn rock. And it doesn't so say anything I about mean- being sealed though. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about anything. It just says TBA, so to be announced. Um, okay. I'm assuming that's sealed if it's 3v3, and I'm also going to assume that it's probably going to be Phase 2 unless uh, they work their magic again and they're able to get X-Men like they did last time with uh, Avengers 60th, which would be really cool. Um, that is the that is the first week of May, correct? The 1st through the 5th? 
Yes. Because it's not Mother's Day weekend, which is the following weekend. So I believe it was that first week of May. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, my last last year the the three v three though it was a um, extreme Highlander silver. That's right. So, and all three people played. Um, so yeah, well, once they get the events um, figured out, and I can see if I can convince the wife for me to go away for a couple of days. Um, I'll see if I can go. I don't know if I'm going to drive. I don't know if I'm going to fly. I kind of like flying, to be honest. I don't really want to spend nine, ten hours in a car. Uh, but um, I'm not a big flyer either. So we'll see. Like I said, I'm still up in the air. Uh, I do know if you do go, the pricing is crazy. So that is one reason to go because you will get your money's worth down there. Um, and it's just a great uh, shop down there from what I heard. Uh, none of us have ever gone yet. This, this will be the third one. Uh, so it would be cool to get a group down there as well. Um, now, Ryan, do you have a lot of experience with competitive Silver Age? Uh, I mean, well, it's kind of brand new now with having it be uh, guaranteed 400 points and twenty or 200 of it has to be uh, older stuff that's not modern. So I don't think anyone has like a ton of experience with it. Especially not at 400, you're right. Yeah, they did change that format where, you know, a lot of people were playing, I always say a lot, some people were playing Silver Age, but all modern pieces. Uh, well, I mean, that's pretty much everyone. It might yeah. have been sprinkled in with some retail or IDs and stuff originally, but that's it. Yeah. Now, that's the change for it. Now, Miles, you, you had shared your Silver Age team. Yeah, and that team is still not going to be shown. Okay, um, that's I, I. That's what I thought because I know you. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm you like to play close. teams more close to the chest than any of us. So, and yeah. I know you like to catch people off guard, which uh, do. you do a lot. Yeah. So, I like the team a lot. And I know you've been practicing yeah. with it a lot. So, I'm excited to see. I do. Um, I do have another team because they. It looks like they have a themed version, and so uh, Nick, my friend Nick, uh, he he got top eight last year with. Uh, dolphin ruler theme using the team of aquaman so i'm gonna go ahead and i, I tinker with that a little bit um and the extra 100 points because it's, it's let me get to it real because it's pri- it's prime emperor gladiator at 100 points um with the reality gem and the reason why i give him the reality gem is i mean perplex is nice and then uh the extra target uh that's one thing that is really hard for him because he only has one target so if they roll you know Super senses you're kind of SOL, and at least with this, you know, you're able to, uh, you know, divvy out damage if you need be. Uh, Blackheart, 75 with Power Gem, because, uh, I mean, why wouldn't you? Aquaman with the team-up card, giving um, all standard friendly characters a sure keyword, you know, Dolphin, if they occupy, you know, it's totally fun, with a Blue Lantern ring for obvious reasons. Uh, and, and then Death Metal Wonder Woman. So that was the pretty much the 300-point version. And for the extra 100 points, uh, I decided to do throw in some Doom Swap and Legacy Daredevil. Uh, the Doom Swap's going to be Dr. Thing, so that way I can control if somebody has Killmonger or even a Prime Absorber Man. So. Okay, fair enough. Yes, you definitely, like I said, you come up with the creative team. You don't go necessarily to win, but more to... Uh, that's That's a... False. I do go there to win. <laughs> I feel like I it's more like 70-30 on the I'm just going to be annoying 
Like you, I feel. But see, it's annoying. But there, there comes. It's a, it's a team that's not just not built to be annoying. It's a team that's actually built that that can win. Um, like my no roll team. I think I played that a little bit too long. I think if I would just stop playing at states, I think that would have been good. Um, and that team, unfortunately, just had there was just it was just so squishy. Yeah, um, I just go straight up annoying. I don't go to win at all. Yeah. I just go to play annoying teams. Um, but no, so that's going to be the next couple of months, uh, besides some ROC events, win a map. So we got Adapticon, uh, late March, and then we have, um, the ROC event down in Huntsville, Alabama in May. And then nothing really until, is it August is Gen Con? Something like that. I think it's yeah, August. That's, yeah. And that's where Nats is, right? Yeah. And then in September is Worlds. And then we're back into that lull, except for Ethan has that one tournament that he's having in his uh, store, or not his store, but at the store he plays at. And then we have the Cheesehead Championship in November that I'll come up with more um, information as time goes by. Um, let's talk a little bit about Phase 2. Now, Dial H has been spoiling a few. Um, my hot take on this set is I'm not personally impressed with this set i think it's as miles kind of said the word a lackluster set there's really nothing that jumps out at me except for some of the chases that obviously you're going to make the carnage surfer a lot better um i think the ultra chase is okay it's very um we had this argument in our discord but i feel like it limits you a lot because you can only you can't only play it but it benefits off you from playing just marvel universe characters with west summers actually made a good comment on facebook that says i forget what he exactly what i said but he he said something like what in hero clicks defines as something as marvel and dc there's nothing in the rules that says it but it says it on the cards with its marvel dc indie etc so really there's there's not really a rule that categorizes figures to a certain universe if that makes any sense so i think that's going to have to be clarified i think it's just going to be something else uh, it's, it's already been i understand where he's saying that but if you actually look at the back of every hero clicks card it tells you what universe they're in so that's exactly how it's going to be uh ruled. yeah oh i'm sure it will i just think that it has to come out with an official ruling on that um but i get yeah, what he was saying i i get too but it's that's it's i just yeah i it's pretty I don't obvious. Know yeah, it's it's, it's, pretty it's, pretty it's obvious, really... but we all know, we all know how <laughs> yeah. players like to word play with things. So it'll just have yeah. to be clarified uh, too. But uh, back to the set, yeah. yeah, I think the set is very. It's got a couple hidden gems. Like I think the trick arrows are very cool. Um, the herald chases are pretty cool. Uh, I like the Elsa bloodstones. There's a couple diamond in the roughs there, but overall, this I. Th- I think this is going to be a set that I actually pass on. Um, now I haven't said. I think it's I said that with Will. Barely Avengers. better than War of the Realms. Yeah, yeah, it's barely better than War of the Realms because it has a few more playable figures than that set. Yeah, I'm more uh, excited for the following like- sets coming up, which is X Men and Time Masters. I'm going to buy the crap out of Time Masters because it's got dinosaurs in there. I think everyone's going to. Um, but this one, I'm pretty much going to be doing pre-release and singles, to be honest. What are your guys' thoughts on this set? 
Now, Ryan, Ryan, did you, sorry, I'll cut you off. Ryan, did you, were you able to play with any of this in Florida? Like, did you get in the auction or the BR or anything like that at the uh, banquet? Uh, No, I, um, I bid on other stuff, but I didn't get to play any of the the new stuff. It it looks cool. It's not the, it's definitely not the set I'm excited for. And the pieces in there aren't, I don't think going to be very game changing. There's a couple of cool ones you might be able to build around. But we play a lot of different ways. We play weekly more for fun uh, than competitive, and we have the, our, our monthly game that we uh, build with the keyword, the generic keywords usually. So there's a ton of pieces I'm excited to play, but overall the set itself doesn't seem like a very amazing set that I'm excited for in general. Definitely like Weapon X and um, having dinosaurs. <laughs> like all that stuff is definitely more um, more interesting to me than, than this set. Which is kind of sad because of how big of an impact Disney Plus had on the game. Uh, it had tons of great objects. It had lots of good figures. And then this one, it does have objects. It does have the trick arrows. I felt like they could have added a couple more just to kind of match up with Disney Plus. Uh, but yeah, I don't think this set's going to make a huge impact on the meta, except for, like I said, a couple of Diamond in the Roughs. Uh, the Elsa Bloodstones, the Prime, and the Regular are pretty good. Uh, the the uh, chases, as we talked about, I think the Ultra Taste is fine. I don't know if it's going to be you know, a big thing. Now, Miles, you were talking that the best figure is in the set is actually the play-at-home kit, Kate Bishop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, she's going to be readily available, 20 bucks. Um, Not even the team-up version. You want to use the regular one. It says once per turn when she's carried after resolution... She may make a range attack as if she occupied any square the character carrying her move through. So, and she has a, what is it, a six range? So you can just, you know, have someone with high speed move out like six. Then you can come back six or wherever, you know. And she can hit 12 squares out and still be in your starting area. Uh, it gives her a huge variety. You can give her range, combat expert, all that. Uh, she has shape change. I think there's just a lot of nuances you can do at 50 points. The only other figure besides the avatars that I think are is worthwhile. I think Elsa Bloodstone obviously is good, but I think she nerfs your um, competitive teams too much to where she's going to be on everybody's build because it stops you from healing. But it's going to be the Prime uh, Kingpin. Prime Kingpin is going to, I think, shake up the meta uh, for Swarm teams, especially. I like him a lot, yeah. 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 If you don't know what he does, he has a trait that says friendly characters of 30 points or less can use toughness and modify attack and damage by a plus one. That's what you're really using him for. He does have a speed power, stealth power, choose up to two friendly characters of 30 points or less within six squares, move those characters up to two squares each. Then they may each make an attack. And then he does have a defense power, mastermind toughness, kingpin's other powers have protected outwit. And then he has a damage power, which is leadership and outwit. So very good for figures that are 30 points or other. What are some figures that you think are going to shine with him? Oh, Daredevil, obviously. Um, Mephisto. For sure. Mephisto, yeah. Um, even the, the tracksuit mafia figures, um, the goons. I mean, you, the Space Ghost is now going to be, you know, hitting even harder. Uh, there's just so many. There's so many options at 30 points or less that you you could probably talk about it for five, six hours of figures that all of a sudden become 
so much better. Because oh, was that the even the lucky in this set the was it the rare for twenty points, uh, which is worthwhile playing because it says opposing characters within four squares can't use shape change. Um, right <clears throat> now it's going to be a ten for two. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but I mean that's not too bad at all. Um, for that uh, Verusa the rare I think is extremely good on assassins. Um, if, even if you go unthemed with Kingpin to make your assassin teams even better based off of uh, other assassins uh, for like if you want to do a 30 point march Lincoln march um, I just think there's so many so many viable options I haven't even really looked through all of them and silver there's quite a few options obviously yeah. uh, the super rare flashes I think that's probably where he's going to shine the most I'm just kind of going through um, figures uh, Iron Fists Zarathos yeah uh, any of the goons, mm-hmm. uh, Harley Quinn, Kite Man, uh, Brimstone. He's not bad. He's only uh, uh, he's not standard. Oh, it's standard. So okay. Yeah. Um, the Hulk, the Prime Hulk. Just give him boost right away. Yeah, because they're both primes. <laughs> oh, stupid Prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, trust me, I've uh, yeah, I've made that mistake. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be so good. Uh, the Spider-Man that gives everyone wild cards. What about the um, the Ellie Hawkeye? Where I forget, I, internet's running slow here. Uh, where it's if he is the lowest pointed figure on the map, he gets plus one of his combat values. I think it is. What's the uh, play at home one or the organized play one? I forget which one. Organized play one. I yeah. think. Yeah, if he's the lowest uh, so character on your that force. That was a weird interaction. Is that so? On your turn, you get to choose, and so whoever's turn it is, they get to choose. Um, it's if he's on Avengers team team. That's what it is. And if he's the lowest character on your force, he can't be targeted by non-adjacent opposing characters. The problem with that trait is that if there's a tie, the active player breaks that tie and chooses a figure, so they can just choose somebody else. If you have someone that's uh, twenty-five points, okay. could be the, technically the lowest point figure. Yeah. I was about to say Iron Spider, but then I saw that green ring, so that's not a thing. Uh, there are a couple. Howard the Duck. Uh, all, right. the, all the Scott Porters, they're going to get plus one, uh, which yeah. uh, Space Coast, like you said, uh, anything in Batman team-up, Saint Walker maybe, Scrappy-Doo maybe. So there's a couple things out there. Yeah. Uh, what about Avengers Forever? The, the 30-point Star, Star-Lord uh, is decent because he's he, already got good he, stats. Yeah, Oh, uh, the symbiote becomes really nasty because now with, with the porter he'll be a thirteen for three. Mm-hmm. Um, really, he's gonna be using blades most of the time. But it's nice to know that you don't have to use blades to get through, you know, invincible or something like that. And so that's about it. Um, Miles, I th- Ryan told us about what he thinks of this set. What do you think of this set? I think I can't remember if you said anything or not. I, I said it's it's. I would almost put it on par with being the War of the Realms of this year, and War because War of the Realms was very lackluster with maybe five figures that were worth keeping. Yeah, um, there might be a few diamonds in the rough, but the Kerr, which I think is uh, the biggest selling point for any set, because if you if you buy sealed product, you want the commons and commons and rares to be very playable. Um, and there's just nothing to really write home about with those from this set. The super rares um, have don't really shine as much as I hope they would. 
and then the chases have been lackluster. Now, I know, like, if you're a fan of the show or whatever, you know, that's totally fine. Hulk and She-Hulk, I think, are the worst chase that we've had in the last five years, by far. Um, I would rage if that was mine in my case. And uh, knowing that, I'm probably going to pull two of them with (laughs) identical bricks, knowing my luck. So, (laughs) um, the avatars are the only saving grace to this set. Um, And I, I know I probably put put my expectations a little bit too high because of how good Disney Plus was that I thought that, you know, even if I wasn't a huge fan of the characters or the shows themselves, that we should be getting really good dials and very playable figures regardless of rarity. And I just, I personally haven't seen that from this set. Yeah, I'm not sure, I'm just not sure what it is about this set that doesn't make me want to get a lot of it, unfortunately, which is sad because we haven't had a set since November, but it is what it is. Sometimes it's just a hit or miss with WizKids. But I think the next two after this one are going to be bombs. Now, I don't know if they're going to be meta-competitive, but just the themes in general I'm very excited for. Like, the dinosaurs in Time Masters, they could just be absolutely crap, but for the sculpts and who they are, super excited for. So I had to do a little research on Jurassic League. I thought it was that they... The superheroes, Aquaman, Justice League, everybody, they turned into dinosaurs, but apparently they were already dinosaurs. They're just yeah. ver- they're just the versions of them as dinosaurs. They didn't turn into dinosaurs. They're just dinosaurs as the Justice League. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Um, and I think, I forget all the names, but I think uh, Superman is Supersaurus. Something like that. I don't remember what Batman and all of them were uh, called. Um, I think it's Atrocosaurus or something like that for Atrocitus. But um, I think it's going to be overall um, great set for that one. Batwalker. Batwalker, which is weird because we still haven't gotten any examples of what we're getting from X-Force, but we got a whole list of characters we're already getting for Time Masters. Which have they shown the yeah. the, uh, the bad guys yeah. for it? Because I think there's like a dark side. There's a Joker Raptor thing. Yeah, it's yeah. From, they haven't said it. they haven't okay. said it, but the um, speculation is Atrocitus, Joker, Dark Side, and Titania. Titania, okay. Wait. Which again, I don't know the storylines. Dark Side as a dinosaur is just hilarious. If they do make Atrocitus, I hope they give him a trait that he can somehow equip the Red Lantern ring because it just seems fitting. And Joker, um, I just saw bits of the comics. He looks pretty nasty. He's just going to be like this Blades, Claws, Flurry kind of guy. And Titania is going to be kind of interesting because she's already a giant, so maybe she'll be a colossal dinosaur Titania. I'm not sure. But I'm super excited for that kind of stuff. Um, what else? Like I said, we're just going to wing in this episode. Um, have either of you guys prepaid for the, um, up, up and away Superman iconic set or not yet? Our stores get, get everything. So I just buy it. Yeah. I wasn't sure because with the death of Superman, they were very limited, um, for our store at least. So I was like, they're 20 bucks on, WizKidsShop.com. I'll just buy two of them. I'll throw one of the Patreon. Um, speaking of, for next month's, if you guys did not hear, 
House Rule Gamings is now our sponsor for this show. I'm hopefully going to get Chris on the show one of these days to kind of talk about his shop and everything like that. But he will be sending me a Sherlock Holmes iconic set for next month's Patreon as a giveaway. He's also going to be throwing a couple other things in there as well. So super excited about that. Um, do we have an, an 8 by 10 calendar for next month of me? Yeah, so, so March 2024. we are in the talks <laughs> of making a clicksing it calendar for all you um dad bod enthusiasts out there uh we'll see how it yeah. goes miles has already submitted his picture um it's pretty yep, it's pretty graphic just to warn small children but yes. um we'll see the rest of us um and if we can get that going your wives and um um, it does come with a cup of Miles' bath water as well for all you weirdos out there. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do that as a joke. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Miles seems pretty serious about it. I am. I, I'm printing an 8x10 of it or whatever the size is for the calendar of that month. I'm going to get laminated and I'll send it to whoever wants it. We can just have the 12 months of Miles. That's it, yeah. Um, Tell me who your favorite hero click is and I will... Put it on the calendar. <laughs> I don't think I ever asked you that, Miles. What is your favorite hero click? Oh, favorite hero click of all time. Of all time. Put uh, me on the spot right now. Yeah, that's of all time. That, that that's rough. Or uh, even have... if we just base it to a character. Obviously, um, I'm Superman, he... Ryan. I'm not even positive about yours, but. I don't From know a character standpoint, it would have to probably be, um, yeah, Aquaman. Yep, um, that makes sense. If I had, yeah, um, Yondu though is really, really there's, yeah, and then Man Thing, um, giant size Man Thing is probably my favorite comic issue. Honestly, yeah, that's <laughs> more than just a joke. Yeah, Man Thing is probably it. Yeah. Okay. Ryan, did, did you ever... I don't think you've ever mentioned your favorite either hero clicks or comic book character, to be honest. I was a big fan of Gambit. That's right. You're kind, of an, X, you're kind of an X-Men guy. Definitely X-Men, yeah. But they haven't really made a bunch of amazing X-Men pieces that aren't keyword cheat their way onto the team. Yeah. Which, if you guys have not yeah, seen the trailer, they are just releasing the X-Men 97 series coming up. I'm not sure. March when. 20th. March 20th. March 20th. So yeah, that's... watch that at Adapticon. Um, I had another thought, but then it left my brain. Uh, what are, What are your feelings on the the price hike for? So uh, we kind of had this conversation. Do you think that it, Do you think it's just for that set to make up for the colossal boosters, or do you think that's going to be their stealth new price of? No, I think because every time there's a super booster, there's a price hike, and then I feel like it goes down. Um, I think, was it X-Men, the animated series, it went up a little bit, and then it came back down for the next set, I think it was. Oh, keep in mind, that's just the MSRP. Nobody is paying the MSRP at their local stores, so they're not going to be paying whatever it says it is right now. Yeah, it was one eighty nine ninety nine for MSRP. Um. And like Ryan says, no one's paying for that. So we'll see what it comes out. I think just in general, the price is going to keep going up just because of what's happening out there in the economy and things like that. They also opted when they 
said they were making the figures bigger and better sculpts. So I just think it's an inevitable thing that we're going to have to get used to where it just keeps going up dollar by dollar. I remember when I first started, it was $7.99 for a booster, but then also the sculpts weren't the best. You only got four in a booster. And then it just, I think, what was um, Wheels at? $17.99, $18.99? I think they're $17.99 is MSRP right now, right? Yeah, I think that sounds right. So it's only gone up $10, which sounds like a lot, but $10 in the 15 years or whatever I've been playing. And the sculpts have gotten way better. Um, The paint jobs have gotten way better. The figures have gotten way better. So... Overall, I think it's worth it. It is getting to be a little bit of a pricey game, but I think the collectability of it as well helps that with the price. I think that's what makes it so hard when we get such a lackluster set like this next phase. Yeah. You know, with with the price of boosters being, you know, if for a lot of people that, you know, don't pre-order, there are still people that go to the shop, I know they're crazy, and uh, just buy the boosters at that price... It's a lot to ask people um, to buy for that set. It is. Um, trying to think of anything Probably else. Much. Like I said, I apologize for the wigging it of this, but I really, like I said, this is that lackluster time here in um, HeroClix. Uh, do we know what the next iconic set is going to be? Sherlock um, Holmes just got released. Kong just got released. No, Kong is getting released. Or getting released. Re- yeah, the first week of March is supposed to be that. Um, and then we have the two Peacemaker Iconics. That's right. The uh, we got a release date. It's the first uh, first week in April, the first Wednesday in okay. April. And then we also just got that Iconics Valentine's Day release. That's... I don't know if that was an OP kit or whatever, or an Iconics. I don't know what you would call that. That's right. Let's um, talk about that because I really personally haven't even looked at that Valentine's Day one as well. I don't. Is it on um, HCO units? Yes. That's DC Iconics, it looks like. Yes. Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy. Here we go. Um, so Harley Quinn, 75 or 45 points. Batman Enemy, Underworld. Keywords, Arkham, Asylum, Gotham City, Sirens, Gotham City, Underworld, and Scientist. She's got two traits. First one, Harley Quinn can pick up and hold plant terrain markers without using super strength. Support as free, but only to but only if Harley Quinn is holding a plant terrain marker. When Harley Quinn uses it, destroy her held plant terrain marker. Other trait is if Harley Quinn is adjacent to a friendly character named Poison Ivy, she and Poison Ivy take a max of two damages, two damage from attacks. And then she has a damage power, which is probability control and shape change. So she is a double rollout on every other click because she has that power and then outwit. Uh, she is just a sidestep quake character. And then her lower point is leap climb and precision strike. Uh, Ryan, why don't you take Poison Ivy if you're there? Yeah, uh, Poison Ivy has a trait. Uh, when Poison Ivy heals one or more clicks after resolutions, heal an adjacent friendly character named Harley Quinn one click. And then a second trait at the beginning of your turn, generate a plant hindering terrain marker within four squares of Poison Ivy or any friendly plant terrain marker. This game, that character or that 
that marker has when this marker hinders line of fire, characters instead modify defense minus two. Wait, is that right? When this marker hinders line of fire, characters instead modify defense. Is it supposed to be plus two probably, right? Yeah. Would... No, minus two. So that's probably, it's supposed to be to where that can actually hurt you, but, you know, normally it would give them like, you know, plus two defense. And so this is... But it says instead modify. modify. I'm going to look it yeah, up Yeah, you're going to instead. Yeah. You don't think that's a typo? Hey, look at uh, one of the other sites. Yeah, I'm going to Realms right Art. now. Um, because that would make sense, but God, that's that would be bad too. Because yeah, you're instead modified no, defense. Well, it says plus two on the realms, but realms oh, isn't yeah. always the most reliable as well. So, um, I guess check clicks Nexus, and that's the tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm checking. Yeah, go ahead. I don't have that website as a hotkey or anything like that. Oh, I guess it's not dot. I put the wrong one. It's dot com. I'm so used to <laughs> dot net dot egg or dot org dot whatever. I would think it's plus two to be honest. That's where yeah, it's, it's plus two. Up. It's plus two. Okay. Yeah. Um. Overall, and then she does have uh, another trait: choking vines, poison. When she uses poison or makes a close attack. She considers a characters occupying or adjacent to a friendly plant terrain marker as adjacent to her. So overall, um, they're fun pieces. That's about it. The lack of that is playing them both at forty five. I think there's a lot of value there, especially with that growing vines at the beginning of your turn within four squares of her or any friendly terrain marker. So you can make it turn one four squares away from her, and then four squares away from um, that terrain marker and then use poison um, from 8 squares away potentially 12 if you keep stacking it per turn I mean there could be potential there especially with the max of 2 damage if you have her and Harley Yeah, that's going to be 3 attacks they have to sink into those characters 90 points <laughs> it is but I mean it, I know it's 90 points but like I said that's it's going to so take 3 it, it is that's why it's still I don't think it's great I'm, Well, we've if... been Shitting on everything today, and so I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. I'm trying to go with if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it today. <laughs> I know, I, I know. I'm just, I mean, you know. if you team up that Harley Quinn with the rare Poison Ivy, so that she's only taking max two damage, that's not a terrible play. I, I mean, I don't mind that combo. I'm not a big fan of this Poison Ivy, but I'm sure she has her no. uses. I like the Poison Ivy better though, with the really? lingering markers. I okay. think so. I was just thinking more of the max two damage from attacks, so they're just yeah. they're just damage sponges. Yeah, Ivy, I think has the most potential to be played just by herself, um, especially with the red ring. I mean, poison penetrating poison from range is never a bad thing, and they're hindering terrain, so they can be picked up. But if you look at it, I'm pretty sure that they'd be occupying. It's considered to be occupying if they're carrying it. Uh, isn't that because I, I know you think, still get the effects of a of an no. object if you're carrying it, but then you're not oh, occupying it. I thought. Oh, but it's not yeah. actually hindering line of fire, though. No, I'm, I'm talking about for her poison. I'm, I'm talking about for her poison. Oh, uh, let's see. Because occupying, so yeah, I don't think it's going to be occupying if you carry it. 
But uh, uh, yeah, the adjacent thing might work because it's still technically in that. So yeah, uh, <clears throat> that's going to be. I don't know exactly how that would work, but yeah, I mean the penetrating poison, and then she's able to make close attacks. So I mean, eight squares away, close attacks. You can even do a you know mind control close attack from like eight squares away. Um, it's not yeah. great, but she I think brings more to your team than Ivy. And Perplex yeah, isn't bad too. Yeah. Um, regardless, um, bad or good, I love the presentation of the figures in the box. Very Valentine's Day. It was great for the release. I think it was around Valentine's Day. So the pre- presentation of the box was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, did you pick one up, Ryan, or did you pass on this one, or you're going to pick one up? Well, I always get one of everything at least. So they, our store hasn't gotten them. They're still on a truck. So I'm hoping to pick up both that and uh, Sherlock wasn't in either yet. So I'm hoping to get them on Saturday. Uh, is is this all that comes with this one? Is Poison Ivy or Harley Quinn? They don't come with anything else. No, that's it. Okay, because Sherlock Holmes comes with a mystery card and I believe a map. Does it or, come with a map? I haven't help? heard or seen anything with it coming in a map. Okay, I couldn't remember what Dial H showed all showed in Orlando, um, but I knew it came with a mystery card. Yeah, that it does for sure. Um, yeah, the mystery card seems interesting for sure. Um, it's just a, a lot of outwit needs to be done. Yeah. 12 outwits. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it for the podcast. I do want to give a shout out to our teammate, Tyler Green. It is his birthday today. I don't know how old he is, but uh, it is his birthday. So if you do uh, have him on Facebook or something like that, send him a happy birthday. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be it. We'll be back in again. We're going to be doing this bi-weekly in the next couple months until we either come up with a tournament to talk about or a set to talk about. But like I said, it's lackluster area where there's not much to talk about. And I don't just want to be a rambling podcast, kind of like we were today, where it's hard to find things to talk about. But uh, thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Uh, if you want to become a patron, head over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it. And any tier gets you into the uh, giveaways. I've already picked out the giveaways for this month's, and then, like I said, next month's with our sponsor being uh, House Rule Gaming's. He's got um, Sherlock Holmes is one of them, and I forget what else he's throwing in the prize pool as well. But uh, yeah, check him out as soon as he gets his website on there. But uh, thanks for joining us, and remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.